0: move them on head' up head' up move' em out move them on head' up, up, up geeksters set' em out write' in write' in write them out cut' em out write' in geeksters oh yeah know what that means it's time for another thrilling episode. Of Geeksters.
1: Welcome to episode 38 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm Sean. And tonight, it's time to start off with releases of the week. Releases of the week. <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> All right, what we got? First one is the Oz, the Great and Powerful, that came out today.
0: Yes, the 3D version. Right. And of course, regular Blu-ray and regular DVD. Good movie. Was it? Yes, I recommend. I, I'm going to say it's a keeper. If you're a fan of The Wizard of Oz, Mm -hmm. and I got to admit, it was part of the standard rule in my house, Thanksgiving time on TV when there's only three channels, way back, (laughs) way back, (laughs) every Thanksgiving, I forget what channel it was, played The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So, it was a standard rule that that was on TV. So, I kind of grew up watching Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So, you know... If I only had a brain. If I only had a heart, courage, put 'em up, and a rough, a rough, As you can tell, I know the movie. So this was kind of like a prequel. Okay. This is about Oz. You know how he became the great and powerful Oz. I highly recommend it's a keeper if you're a fan of Wizard of Oz. If you're not a fan of Wizards of Oz, I, okay, I'll tell you right now it's not a musical. Okay. So there's no, you know, somewhere over the rainbow, way up okay. high. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are munchkins.
1: Okay. So
0: it's always a plus. It was a fun movie. Kids will like it, adults will like it, just like The Wizard of Oz. Okay, cool. Buy it or rent it. Just see it. See it.
1: That's good. What's next? Next is Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, came out today.
0: Oh, Hansel and Gretel. Yes, the witch hunters. (laughs) We are witch hunters, Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) We're here to hunt witches. Uh, Didn't see it. Didn't see it?
1: Didn't Didn't see it. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I heard mediocre stuff about it. I think some people liked it, some people didn't like it. But then again, isn't that like about all films? Yeah. So I definitely... Gonna check that out.
1: Cool. Yeah, I want to check it out myself. I I like the actors that are in it, and you know, it's it's one of those movies like just like Snow White and the Huntsman, you know, Ugh. those kind of movies where it's just like they take this fairy tale and tell like the real version of it, I guess, or <laughs> not the real version.
0: The real it. version, the way Grim Fairy, the way the Grimm brothers really intended it to be, <laughs> yeah. Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. <laughs> It's a different take on, on, a, on a classic. Yeah, you know, more shooting, which I know it was like, Hansel and Gretel were packing up guns? Like, what? <laughs> when were guns really around? Oh, that think that's way before then, but all right, whatever. So, all right, we'll check it out anyway. All right. What's next? Next is Snitch. If you smell what the snitch is cooking. <laughs> With the Dwayne the Rob Johnson. Yes. Saw this in the movie theaters. Did you? gotta say it's not an action movie really it is a drama movie a la remember when he did walk and talk yeah kind of like that where it was like a little action but mostly drama yeah this was definitely in the drama drama vein of movies for him okay and i gotta say great i loved it i thought it was a good movie be honest it's a renter not a buyer but because it was still a good movie or at least if you're a fan of his you're gonna pick it up me, personally, I'm going to wait till it gets priced at like 10 bucks, and then I'll buy it, you because know? it was still a good movie, and by then it'll be like, oh, I remember that movie, I remember liking it, and then grab it, you know, okay, cool. but it's definitely a good movie, just goes good show that Rock can do anything, comedy, action, drama, I prefer him in action.
1: Yeah, you know? I, mean, I think that would be the foremost of his uh, But
0: I do like some of the, the, some of the comedy stuff that he does, I mean, it's your standard big guy, you know, like, kind of like big guy in a little coat kind of stuff, but... <laughs> alright I am a fan of his Facebook page for those people who don't know one of his next movies he is Hercules
1: oh okay yeah
0: I don't know if you know that Hercules or... the
1: Greek god yes Hercules, Hercules is the Hercules. Greek
0: god I mean, I'm assuming it's the Greek god I haven't read anything all I know is that he's Hercules not not the Kevin Sorbo Hercules yeah. the 12 trials Hercules right you know kind okay. of like the Wrath of the Titans except with the rock <laughs> <laughs> which means it'll probably be better yeah <laughs> but I, you know he's always showing pictures of him working out and it was funny. We, since I mentioned Walking Tall, it was actually on TV the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, it's The Rock, and I go, I wow, The Rock looks small compared <laughs> right. to how he looks now, and like you know, the pain and gain, and, and Fast and Furious Six, and right. and the pictures I've seen him working out Hercules, he looks like he's tripled in size. Wow, like it's just an all muscle. Wow, that's like wow, oh boy.
1: Well, taking it seriously,
0: that's good. Well, you know, he takes everything seriously. I think I just you know with the chest that big, can you wipe your ass? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got big arm muscles big chest muscles but your arm you still have the same kind of reach around yeah. you know at the back there unless she goes under but that kind of gets kind of messy yeah you know because <laughs> it's always front to back never back to front especially all if you're right. a
1: girl
0: <laughs> that your health tip for today kids
1: <laughs> you bulk up you might like i a good reach around
0: right because <laughs> everyone needs a good reach around every now and then but I'm pumped thank you we will be here all week <laughs> Okay.
1: Now that does it for the movies part of it, but we have a video game, pretty much one of those games that we saw so many trailers of it from last year's E3 and commercials and going on. That's a game really worthy of mentioning. It's called The Last of Us.
0: Yes, I can tell you a couple of things about this. Mm-hmm. Number one, it doesn't actually come out today, yeah. which is Tuesday, June. Eleventh, right. it actually comes out on the fourteenth, and I'm kind of always kind of curious why are they waiting on a Friday. So by the time you're listening to this, chances are it's probably just been released or it's been released for a little while now. Yeah. I kind of wonder if E3 had a little bit to do with the release date because E3 is now in full fledged week, so why not wait till the end to right. put the game out, kind of thing. Yes. But if you had if you picked up the God of War, the, the latest Ascension, yeah you can actually play a free demo of it. Oh, really? You, gotta, you know, it came with the free demo, but there was, like, a countdown before it was actually released. I know, like, last week or, like, two weeks ago, yeah, I got the message on my PS3 saying, oh, you can play your Last of Us demo now. Just pop in get, uh, God of War, and you can play a demo. Cool. And I'm like already pre-ordered, i got to do this, wait two more weeks, big deal. <laughs> and also, it's done by the guys who did un- the Uncharted series. Yes. i got to say, I like the games, and they're, I'm a, not really a huge fan of them, mm-hmm. but I like the games because they're very action-packed oriented, but right. this one should be more of a kind of a survival drama kind of thing, with I'm obviously first-person shooter, I think. Yeah. Maybe, but eh, I'm, I, I'll let you know next week on how I think about the game. Cool. Since I will be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the E3 stuff yes. then.
1: All hey. right. Well, that's our releases for the week. Releases of the week. We usually go right into nerd news right away, but I wanted to to tell a story, or actually, have Sean tell a story because last week we did go through Wizard World Philadelphia. We went, we did our our special on that, but we missed a story that I thought was hilarious that I thought we should share with the audience.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we could do it justice, but it might be just as funny since, you know, now when I think about it. It was close to the end of the day. Yes. And we, I went with my. F- with you obviously right yeah and i met my sister my brother-in-law and my little nephew logan mm-hmm. who's three you know he was dressed like batman and apparently as i mentioned her winkler loved him he was yeah. a big hit of the kind because i think all kids are right you no know, not just like him oh my nephew logan special he was everyone loved him <laughs> but i think kids in general get a real more favorable view right so my sister and my brother-in-law were visiting a friend who owns a Curious Goods. He has a booth where he makes like the. Where I, may, I told you about my Boba Fett zombie. Yes. They were visiting his booth when you and our, my other friend Michael decided to go to the Ivy Doom Kitty to get an autograph, right? F- because Mike wanted one. I don't know why he has been avoiding her all day, but I, okay, maybe I can understand because when I went up to her, I was just like, I don't know what to say because I'm so stunned by your beauty. <laughs> <laughs> so you and him went to go over so you can take a picture of him with right. the girls and Logan was getting kinda of antsy and he was been asking for me most of the day, so I figured I'd take a walk to go over one last shot to see Ivy. <laughs> and you know but you guys right. earlier that day when my sister when they when they got in there I guess there was like a lot guy making balloon animals or mm-hmm. balloon so he had on him this balloon Batman. It yeah. was like it was real small, but the guy made it and looked like Batman kinda of, was black black and gray balloons and
1: right, yellow yellow and black was like the yeah. yellow boots and the yellow belt with the Yeah, and guy. it looked really good. Yeah, and, really and, good.
0: And, and surprisingly it lasted the entire day. He was actually even able to take it home for a balloon not breaking it was like a miracle. Wow. So him and I are walking up through the crowd. We get up to the Ivy Doom Kitty booth, and there's this guy. I don't want to say monopolizing Ivy's time because yeah. she's really personable and yeah. she's taking her time out to say hi to everybody. Really appreciative of her fans for a, just a regular girl kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. You and Mike were waiting for your turn. This guy, I think when he was finally done, turned around and saw Logan's Batman balloon. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, that's Batman balloon. Where'd you get it?" And he was looking at me, and I. <laughs> And as stone-faced as I could, I was like, I don't know, not my kid. (laughs) The look on his face was, it was a mixture of, ha-ha, wait, he might be serious. And if he's serious, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Because he didn't didn't question
1: me, like, well, whose kid is this? It was just like, "Uh uh-oh. Like and I could see he, he just turned right around way because he's like he was so stunned that he just like I, I don't know what to say now I'm just going back to I yeah I'm just going to go back I think he
0: actually left right after because obviously turning to me was he was done with Ivy and Mike was talking to her now
1: no but no he actually turned around you remember that he turned no. around again and I guess I was super we were laughing so hard the two of us it. Uh-huh and he turned around again and he goes wait what, what was that again and he goes and you were like no no that's my nephew oh so yeah my sister had him for the rest of the day and he's like oh okay <sighs> then, like the huh? relief came to his face like okay he's not a pedophile <laughs> I'm
0: not kidnapping kids <laughs> walking around with the you know walking around the comic con, going hey kid oh, I like your are Batman come on let's go with me uh, <laughs> could have if it was a real dick I could have let it go yeah. but I could just see the cops being there and they're going it's my nephew <laughs> This guy's jumping a gun. It literally isn't my kid, so I don't know where he got the goddamn Batman. Right. So screw you, buddy, for getting overreactionary. <laughs> like, turn it around, make it look like he's the, he's the idiot. But the look on his face was just, it was priceless. And I, I any time you get a chance to throw a curveball like that, I always take. I just loved it because it was, it was an uncomfortable moment for this guy because he just looked so... Befuddled, yeah. Because real calmly he was like, oh, "I don't know, not my kid." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then eventually, my sister and brother, oh Bob, he they both came over, you know, and I gave him back to him, you know, because we were now all standing around. Right. But yeah, that was, oh, I was. I love that moment. So yeah, that was uh, our final story for e- yeah. for the like, comic book Comic Con. Comic Con,
1: yeah, <laughs> Wizard World Philadelphia.
0: Okay, so now let's go into nerd news.
1: All right time for Nerd News.
0: Nerd News. Somewhere under the newsroom, there is Ed surfing the web and downloading articles for him to read.
1: (laughs) The first article, the TSA tries and fails to take Chewbacca actor's lightsaber cane. (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay. I, just by the title alone, let me guess. Let me guess. Peter Mayhew's going on a plane, and the TSA is to try to take his cane because it looks like a lightsaber, so therefore to them it's a weapon. Exactly. Fucking idiots. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing it out there, Ed. <laughs> Freaking morons.
1: So, again, the TSA always tries to do the right thing in terms of... You know, making sure that no objects that are foreign, that might hurt somebody, gets on the plane with you. Of course, they failed many times over. There's many news reports after 9-11 oh. that, you know, shows that, you know, they just don't see things oh, going on. You know,
0: I'm, I'm taking a completely different way. These guys are trying to do their job. Yeah. And they see a big, tall guy, because, I mean, he's, the guy obviously is huge, mm-hmm. but he's walking with a lightsaber cane. And right away, someone's going, Weapon. Yeah. There is no geek in the TSAs going, dude, if it was a real lightsaber he wouldn't be able to walk with it because it's light he'd be stabbing to the floor. Yeah. It's like no geek is a TSA. <laughs> There's no one going, Well, you know, I've watched the Star Wars movies and if that was a real lightsaber, you'd be hearing tsss as it melts the floor. I don't see no holes on the floor, so therefore it must not be a lightsaber. Unless they're trying to go the angle of it being a cane, you can actually club somebody over the head with it. Yeah. I mean, that might be more the angle that they're trying to go with, but come on. (laughs) Excuse me, sorry, I have to hand in that lightsaber. (laughs) I missed me. I always make my chewy voice.
1: <laughs> the way that though Peter Mayhew got out of it was going on Twitter.
0: I was gonna say, I was like, really? He tried to get out of that, just going on Twitter instead of "Going, I'm fucking Peter Mayhew, <laughs> the guy who was Chewbacca. Let me on the goddamn plane." <laughs> so okay, so he went on Twitter and did so basically.
1: he tweeted that he that somebody was taking his cane and basically TSA. Was finding out about this. And go so,
0: away. can of pull the Kevin Smith. Yeah, when Kevin Smith was getting booted off uh, South Southeast Southwestern for Airlines for mm-hmm. being, you know, allegedly too fat to fly, <laughs> how he started tweeting and it blew up on them. Yeah. So, uh, what was the airline?
1: It does not say which airline. Uh, it was in Denver, though. That was the the only uh, indication. Probably Southwest.
0: <laughs> Those douchebags. The, the short bus of the sky. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I. That's just sad that there's no geek there that goes. That's Peter May- Mayhew, and the guy's got to be what like eighty something years old. Uh, they don't give his name. Don't give his
1: age his name. bater- <laughs> at all. No.
0: Damn it! But, uh, I mean, obviously he's an old man. Right. That needs to walk with a cane. It's not like he's a global threat to the world. Yeah. I mean, okay, you know, if he was the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, maybe he'd be a threat <laughs> to the entire world. I would use that lightsaber cane and club him over the head a couple times, going, That's for the Misa. Misa hitting you so hard.
1: <laughs>
0: Misa gone in Arabia. So yeah. All right. Well, good on Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe if would, maybe if Harrison Ford would get a lift in the the Valkyrie, he wouldn't have had these problems. That's right. But ever since ha- Harrison Ford became all Mister Movie Star, he doesn't talk to Man Mayhew anymore. It's like, oh, what? That big furry guy? I, I was Han Solo. I shot first, damn it. I fly first, first class that is. If I'm not flying the plane, I'm flying
1: first class.
0: Chewie, he's in coach. <laughs> walking carpets happy he's not in the overhead compartment. Just,
1: yeah. <laughs> he's like he's at the cargo hole with the other pants.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because he walks outright does not give him the right to be on the plane. Should be in the back with the dogs and cats. <laughs> See poor Peter Mayhew the old man in the cage. But... But but he's but he's British too, so I mean, you yeah, know he'd be polite about it. <laughs> but really, but but sir, <laughs> I'm I'm Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, sure you are, old man. Yeah, okay. Well, what's with the lightsaber game? I, I, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, 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 yeah, sure, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the plane. <laughs> Get back there. oh Yeah, you know what? Snoopy and Garfield are back there waiting for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> poor Peter Mayhew. What's next? Next, Walking Dead actress arrested for sending Rice and letters to Obama. I heard this
0: one. This one was wild. Now let's, okay, tell her the story because right now everyone's going, Who was it? Was it Lori? Lori, obviously, because she doesn't take care of Carl, so why would, again, you would never know these jokes because you don't watch the show. That's right. But Lori, yeah, must, must have been Lori because she's so crazy. She says, Carl, get in the house. Carl's never in the house. Now, Carl's a little ass-kicker, by the way, but, you know, I'll, I should lend you the DVDs yeah. so you can watch it. So I make these kind of jokes, you get them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Shannon Richardson, who's turned up in small roles both in Walking Dead and Vampire Diaries, we're <laughs> talking really small. Like, they're not even listed on IMDb. That's how small these were. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm on the bed, like, because I, when I heard this, They're like, oh, this action. I'm like, you know what? Ten to one, she was a zombie in like scene three, and she shuffled past, going, (laughs) and then she's like, I was in the Walking Dead. Do you know who I am? I was zombie number twelve in the jail scene. I was shaking the fence.
1: (laughs) So she sent two letters to both uh, President Obama and uh, Mayor Bloomberg of New York City, and was blaming her husband that they she sent they sent these letters, and he was arrested. And then two weeks later, they found the evidence in her refrigerator still.
0: Wait, okay, ease up. What evidence in what refrigerator?
1: The, the Ryzen.
0: Oh, so she, okay, so you kind of missed that part. What did she mail them? I just thought it was a hateful letter. Was there something no, in the letter?
1: No, it was poison. Yeah, Ryzen is poison oh, that you sent. okay, well,
0: to, so you didn't mention the rising part. You yeah. just sent sent two letters. Yeah. Arrested for sending, oh, Ryzen letters. Vomit, there you go, I missed it. <laughs> oh, shoot. So she tried, not only was I like zombie number 12 and vampire number three, on Vampire Diaries, but I'm going to pin my husband on trying to kill the president yes. and the mayor. Yes. And she was stupid enough to leave the evidence in the refrigerator. In
1: the refrigerator, yeah. <sighs> so now she's so, Sweetheart,
0: to- um, in case you're listening to our show, this is the reason why you're not a big star. Because you don't think big picture. <laughs> you're stuck having those big parts. Now you're going to be part... Now now your biggest role is going to be bitch number three in prison. <laughs> Remember, sleeping when I open and... If you get a prison tattoo, make sure the pen's, you know, sterilized.
1: So she actually did write something to Mayor Bloomberg. I know, We don't know if she said something to pres- the letter to President Obama, but this letter said, You have to kill me and my family before you can get my guns. Anyone who comes to my house will get shot in the face. The right to bear arms is my constitutional God-given right, and I will exercise the right to the day I die.
0: Which is a perfectly 100% okay to say because of freedom, to, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And if you were to write just plainly write that letter to the president and to the mayor, it, as stupid as it is, I mean you're writing it down and saying a, technically you're threatening to people in power. Right. But then to throw a poison in there as well? Now okay, do you have do any idea what like is the poison reacted by touch or do you have to start in drinks? It's,
1: no, it's a it's a powder, a powder and then you if you if you breathe it in, ingest it in, it's gotcha. kinda of like anthrax, it's just a different right. Product. So basically, you just have to breathe so, in. So you open this letter up, the dust comes in your face, and then you yeah, right, right. get sick and die.
0: Okay, well, now, here's my questions. And I know you don't have, so these are kind of rhetorical questions. Mm-hmm. Number one, what would you get the resin the rising mm-hmm. from? Where did you get that from? Mm-hmm. And then number two, why why do that? Like
1: I don't understand it either.
0: And yeah. i mentioned noticing there's crazy people, but, you know, obviously, can't be that. I was one of the Walking Dead. They'll never catch me. Even if they kill me, I shall rise up. <laughs> Brains—that's her problem. She was she was low on brains.
1: Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Richardson was a Texas resident who was pregnant with her fifth child and is currently waiting now arraignment, though in a federal.
0: Court. Uh, you know what? Was she pregnant when they arrested her? Yes. So some lawyer is going to come in for her and say that she had a some women get like postpartum craziness pregnancy right. kid. Yeah. they're going to they're it's going to be like the tweaky defense that she was pre, the pregnant defense the pregos defense where right. she was all her emotional she was emotional she her chemical imbalances were out of whack and that's the reason why she went crazy and she's normally a good person to society with no prior records and we'll let you go <laughs> crazy lady
1: I don't think so but you know who knows Well yeah I a good lawyer right that's hope yeah, not know. hope but like you know I hope, <laughs> I hope she gets I hope justice is performed in this
0: I hope she gets the help she needs Yes
1: some, some kind of some kind of justice I don't I mean I really don't want her to see you go to prison especially if she's pregnant but I want her not in the
0: public eye anymore well it's yeah but okay I'm not it's not like the people walking dead are calling up going you know your zombie was so good we want you back for for another episode I'm on the bet that zombies are kind of like a one-off actor yeah or they get like or if they are standard day actors you know mm-hmm. like the in the I guess the background pool mm-hmm. the extra pool they kind of pull them out and just redo their makeup to make them look like different zombies right you know? but yeah I don't think she's gonna get called back you know? <laughs> you know what we've decided to come up with this Zombie who can talk, and we want you because you're acting so good. You drool better than anybody else.
1: You drool. Better.
0: All right. So what's next?
1: Next is BBC forced to respond to rumors. The next doctor has already been chosen.
0: Oh, okay. So let me just make sure I'm getting this right. Okay. So they're forced
1: to respond to rumors. Yes. Why can't they just go? Look, we'll let you know when the time's right. Well.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Good.
1: The day before, they have they mentioned that there was three actors that uh, are up for the role that they said that they were going to use for it. They were Dom, Domino Gleason, Daniel Kaluuya, and Dominic Cooper.
0: Okay. I mean, obviously, actors who are probably more British than anything else, but so that's right. Why well, never Right, Dominic heard of Cooper
1: them. is the Tony Stark's father. Howard Stark. Howard Stark in the uh, Captain, Captain America movie then you clue he actually was in
0: a Doctor Who episode right
1: and he was kind of like they can't consider him like a more Xander Harris esque kind of character so they thought that would be interesting oh
0: uh, okay and for those people who don't know who Xander Harris is Xander Harris was um, Nicholas Brandon's character in Buffy the Vampire Slayer yes so kind of like the smart alecky smart like kind of like your best buddy but it's always got a quick quip right Barry.
1: And Dumo Gleason. he is was Ron Weasley's big brother in that Harry Potter Oh, Bill Weasley, one of the twins. Yes.
0: Gotcha. That's, Ooh, a ginger, for, a ginger for a doctor. Yes. Now, okay, so now I'm going to say just by just by what you've said already, mm-hmm. the big stink I saw a lot on the internet was that people were saying this time around the doctor should be a woman. Yes. Even Helen Mirren, Dame Helen Mirren herself. Right. Posted that she would like to see the uh, doctor being a, a woman, which number one makes me go, This is one of the reasons why Helen Mirren is so cool, because she actually watches Doctor Who.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, Besides being a, a kick ass, because if you've seen the tra- new trailer for Reds 2, oh, she's kicking ass and taking names for a little old lady who I'd still do. <laughs> she, uh, like, huh. so so like, I'm apparently, like the whole internet's a buzz about, like, a right. oh, doctor should be a woman this time around. Yes. Which, you know, I'm all for equal rights that if the Doctor's going to be a woman, let her be a woman. But they've already kind of established in the storylines from over the years, if I'm correct, that the Doctor had a kid, Doctor was married, obviously it's a river song. Mm-hmm. So he has more, and since they get to choose their form in a way, like, uh,
1: you know what? They, they never really established. They never established that in every regeneration every, every It's just... Here, here's the new doctor. Poof. Yeah, you know, and you're like, okay. They, they've they've kind of
0: for 50 years he's been a male-oriented character, mm-hmm. and they've had yeah the Doctor's daughter episode, and, and so there's there's these episodes sure, but if he's going to be the last Doctor, mm-hmm. you've already established that he's been kind of male for 50 years. Let him just finish out as a male. I mean, I'm not saying anything against f- a female doctor, right? But you know what? If you want to make a female doctor, why don't you do like a new a new spinoff, you know, kind right. of thing. So, okay, so what was... So
1: basically, they're just saying that it's all a load of crap. They're, they're going through a long process oh. through the sea, through the summer, and they, they haven't... Everybody's been rooming since uh, Rory Kinnear to Helen Mirren has been oh, suggested, but they said that they're going to make the selection process... They're going through many things, many uh, readings, and that kind of thing. So they're not going—they're not going to take this lightly. They're going to, I, you know, slowly like, pick the next doctor. That
0: to me reads—we have—we're backpedaling, and this is the official, unofficial word because mm-hmm. we already know who our doctor is. Yeah, like we already know, but because people are getting their shit all up in, up, all up in our faces, we're now going to release a statement going, "Guys, relax. We still don't know." Because. They probably had like a short list of actors they would like to be doctor. Yeah. So once they go through those three guys, and those guys go, Nah, sorry, right. I'm not really interested in being a doctor. You know, I was Ron Weasley's older brother. I don't need to be Doctor Who. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like I don't see like that was probably their short list. And they, if they were all turned down by those actors, then they go through who's next on the list. Right. And even if they, but I think they pretty much have an idea of who they want, and it's just a matter of schmoozing that person. And this is more of a Whoa, slow your roll, people. We got shit handled. Yeah. Stop bitching.
1: <laughs> All right, so what so else that, that ends our nerd news of the week, but that really brings us to the point of last week where we had a discussion about Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. And I didn't see the final episode, and after the show was taped, we did sit down and watch the, the, the fun Right, because I threatened him.
0: that after we were done the show, we were going to watch it. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> I remember now. you got to understand, my as soon as I've done the show, I forget everything I say. So... <laughs>
1: That's why I'm reminding you now and the audience at the same time.
0: Gotcha. Oh, now, okay, this is kind of, all right, people, this is going to be spoiler heavy. Yes. Because I'm assuming for people who listen to the show who are Doctor Who fans have already seen the episode, Ed was a little behind, don't penalize him for that, or penalize him for that. Uh, for the people who don't listen to Doctor Who, who don't watch Doctor Who, bear with us, we'll try to get through this as quickly and as painlessly as possible, yes. and I'll make sure it's entertaining. Because <laughs> it's about to get it's about about to get real heavy up in this shit.
1: it's, like, it's going to be a geek battle.
0: Okay, so I will start off mm-hmm. by giving the spoiler of the season finale for Doctor Who was the Doctor who is the eleventh Doctor. Yes, and for the people who don't know, rumor has there's supposed to be thirteen Doctors or twelve Doctors.
1: There's there's twelve generations and thirteen Doctors.
0: Twelve generations and thirteen Doctors. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Now, and Matt Smith's Doctor is Doctor number 11. Yes. So there's one Doctor left, technically. Yes. As for an actor to play.
1: Yeah.
0: And we've already established last week that Matt Smith, for the Christmas episode, is his final episode as Doctor. Correct. So they're going to be a new Doctor. At the end of this year, we're all going to know who he is. Yes. But the season finale there's this big thing where you had the whole no one knows what Doctor Who's real name is mm-hmm. so they go to the planet where he's supposed to have died yes. and inside the, you know and inside the big giant TARDIS well
1: which, it's his TARDIS it's
0: his TARDIS but again I'm not going to go through because people who don't watch the show don't give a shit right okay
1: <laughs> people that watch the show know exactly, no, exactly the to see, I'm talking right.
0: about there's a big because he's a time lord and he jumps through time and space and all that basically his timeline once his timeline's done there's a scar tissue of basically of a time rift Mm-hmm. The idea is the big bad guy for the episode decides to jump into the time rift and be able to pretty much kill the doctor endlessly. To basically erase him from time.
1: Well, that, and, and also the fact that all the people he saved and over all that time Well, rift, I was going to get to that. Oh, sorry. So, he jumps in <laughs> yeah. to
0: the timeline. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta build it up. Okay. <laughs> he jumps into the timeline and the people around him go out, start to worry and they run outside and they look up in the stars and they see start seeing stars blinking out. And basically it was established that if the doctor dies back in the back in the very beginning, or at any time, all the lives that he saved are that he would have saved are now not around anymore. And that's the reason why galaxies are now disappearing out of the sky. Okay? okay. So, and then the three people that were there, two of them throughout, the, through the show were two different alien races that don't like each other, mm-hmm. but for some reason, they get along and they, they, you know, one is kind of like a redeemed himself, but because the doctor wasn't involved in her life, that moment where they became friend never existed. Yeah. So the two of them kind of became mortal enemies. So one actually had to kind of kill the other one. The lizard girl who's getting her own show, she's kind of like the only one that kind of was stable enough to know that what's going on. Mm-hmm. So she runs in. The companion says, "I know what to do. I'm the the impossible girl. She's the girl, you know. What's uh, I keep forgetting her name?
1: Jenna Lee Coleman.
0: Yeah, but her character's name, Carla. Carla. Yeah. No, not Carla. What was it? Carla. You uh, whatever her name is. Yeah. <laughs> she jumps into the time rift. Basically says, "I'm. I know what to do." I'm going to save the doctor kind of thing. And Matt Smith's like, no, you'll be ripped to shreds to a million pieces. And she's like, it doesn't matter because I'm the impossible girl. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, remember me and run, you silly boy kind of thing. And she jumps in.
1: Yes,
0: She kind of saves the day. But Matt Smith decides, the doctor decides to jump in his own time rift to save her. Right. Well, while they're in there, she's on the ground going, I don't know where I'm at. He shows up, run to me. They get together. And he basically says, what you're seeing is, you see all these bodies go by. And it's all the other doctors. Yes. End of the episode, there's a guy you don't see because his back's turned to you. And she's like, who is that guy? Because I didn't see him in your in your timeline. I don't know who that guy is. And Matt Smith basically says, because what he's done, he did not do in the name of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they kind of run off and the guy turns around and, and it says, introducing John Hurt, legendary actor, as the doctor. Yes. Now, this is where Ed and I completely have two different opinions on who he is. Yes. I say he's a doctor from the past. Uh-huh. That he, basically, here's my my rationale, that Matt Smith is technically the 12th doctor. Uh-huh. Okay? Because John Hurt's character. Right. Matt Smith knew him. Uh-huh. Knew that he was a version of himself, but just not as the doctor. But when he became the doctor, he chose to become the doctor. Right. So... This is the reason why I think John Hurt is pre-me choosing my name as the doctor. Now, that's the reason why she didn't see him in the time stream, because all the stuff that he did as a doctor is located in there, and that's kind of like the origin port. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I think that he's recall from his past.
1: Well, I think he's he's the future doctor. That's this is my theory. He's the future doctor because she didn't see him through the whole time stream because she saw flashbacks of different doctors and like the first doctor, she's standing there and she goes the, the she gets into the first time machine he goes no oh, the navigation's wrong with this one this is much more, more fun so he helps her with that one and then there's different doctors you see you, yeah, it's the a, it's, it's, the, it's, they
0: basically do a back to the future
1: right so all, all these points of time she's there right and, and every doctor too right so she's never seen the doctor that doctor through all the time stream right so to me his time has not been written yet in the time stream he's there because he's dead and he's the last doctor but yet she can't see it because she only can go from the past to present day which is 11th doctor matt smith Okay, finish that up guy? because
0: i can rebu- i can rebuke that
1: so for her she did not know who he was she she saw every other doctor she knew all 11 up till matt smith but she did not know who he was because his stories haven't been written yet
0: okay now let me add now this is where i'm going to start poking holes in your theory okay why did Matt Smith know who he was?
1: Because he he realizes he's the, he's a, he's a future generation of the Doctor.
0: Uh, uh, no, because then how would Matt Smith know that what he did he didn't do in the name of the Doctor?
1: Well, it's like it's all the secrets that he keeps. You know, just because just because Genellise Coman's character did not know who he was, doesn't mean that the Doctor didn't know because he's now in the time stream, so he sees everything.
0: Right, but uh, again, so is she. So even past future past present and future is open to her right so that means she i
1: I don't think she i I only think i don't think she can see the future i think she can only see the past and present because he's human and not but but
0: understandable but if you're in if she's in his time stream Mm -hmm. where she has access to his entire existence as as the doctor Mm -hmm. and when she came out she was like you're the 11th doctor So, that means she's aware of doctor number 12 and doctor number 13, or just doctor number 12, if you want to go that far. Yeah. Okay? And if she's aware that Matt Smith is doctor number 11, okay, Uh that means she's aware of doctor number 12. Yeah. Okay? So, now...
1: But those are the two. The fact is is that he he said he broke broke the promise of the doctor. Understood. So, he's not technically the... He's the last doctor, but he's not really the doctor because he's how it ends. But... How it all ends.
0: So, okay, but how is that any, how is that, I, see, now, I disagree because I think he's the first doctor. He is, okay, let's say the doctor's name was Ed.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right? He's Ed. <laughs> right. At some point in time, he decides to jump into that, into that TARDIS and become the doctor. Yes. Okay? So, whatever Ed did doesn't doesn't matter because what Ed done, has done mm-hmm. wasn't in the name of the doctor. Gotcha. Got me? Yeah. So now he decides to change his life around and says, I'm going to become the doctor and save people. And do things this way from now on. Okay? I
1: just, I just don't think... And, knowing Doctor Who, and, 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 and all the years I've watched it, I mean, I've watched it a lot more years than... than I have. I'm here I so. to admit, you know. But, like, they never look back. They always look forward.
0: Okay, now... Out. Granted, I would agree with that, uh-huh. but you're talking about this is going to be resolved on the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. How do you know? I know because how do you it, know? because that's how the show works. If, if you leave a cliffhanger,
1: yeah, you, but see, that's the thing. Like, ever, like you uh, watching the Matt Smith years. I mean, you could you say you have probably watched every episode. I've watched. Of the I've watched
0: from what's his face David Tennant, but before the guy before Eccleston. Him. Eccleston, yeah. I've watched from Eccleston to Matt Smith. Right. So I am aware of all that history.
1: So, but, I mean, Matt Smith was more than any any other ones when they're writing their stories. There's a key point where they have a magic moment, not a magic moment, but a a key moment in time where you're like, wow, something horrific just happened. Right. You know, and of course the doctor comes and changes everything up and you go, we just saw something that, you know, that happened. And then as the season progresses... They never approach that until the very end, where you finally it all comes to fruition. Like, okay, now it makes sense because the doctor wasn't who he was. I get it because they you did know? it with this with
0: the little General Louise Coleman's character. They introduce her; she's in the body of a of a uh, we call a dialect, dialect, dialect yeah. and she dies. And then she's in the body of that Victorian era girl, right. and she dies. And then here she is as the, as the modern Clara. Right. You know, but here's where this is where years of watching TV trumps that theory. Okay, you're looking at a special moment in Mm -hmm. time—the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who, where they've already established that not only is David Tennant going to be in this episode, Mm -hmm. but the guy who plays Captain Jack, John Barrowman, is probably going to be in it. Mm -hmm. They already got. They're already doing the Back to the Future shit with the other prior Doctors. Right. Superimposed into scenes and stuff like that. They're making this a big event. Yes. There's no way that they're going to kind of go, oh, you, because now right now the show ended, they're in the Doctors' time stream. Yeah. They have to get out of the time stream. To, for to continue on with the episode, for, to continue on with the series, mm-hmm. unless they're going to be stuck in his time frame for the next season.
1: Yeah,
0: that's not the way Doctor Who works. Doctor Who works in a one episode, one off mystery begins, mystery solved by the end of the show. Yeah, and if you're going to be stuck in their time stream,
1: but there's only- well, well, let me finish. Okay, okay.
0: Because they're going to go, you're not going to, what are they going to do? Do the same shit every episode where, oh, we're stuck in Doctor Who's time stream. Da, 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 da. There's Doctor number seven. We got to save his ass now. Da, 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 da. Next episode, there's Doctor number eight. We got to save his ass again. It's not, the show never worked that way. Uh-huh. It's always been, we solve the problem right then and there and we move on. Because there's a couple times on the show where you just go, how did they even get there? I, you know, but then, but but you've watched the episode before, you go, oh, okay, it had an end. Right. So then they just went over somewhere else. Right now, they're trapped in his time stream. Right. So not only do they have to get out, but they have to find a way to get out safely. Yeah. To save her. Right. Okay. There is no way that they're going to try to stretch that out over a bunch of seasons. And your theory, while grounded on a, a sound foundation, uh-huh. where it's like, okay, we're gonna tease this guy as a doctor, and then never acknowledge him, or acknowledge him once in the opening season, and then never acknowledge him again till the end of the season. No. Okay. How do you? Because again, I've seen enough TV and to know that but, a good a good cliffhanger is finished the season opener. Right. Standard issue television.
1: Right. But Doctor Who is one of those ones that's not standard issue. I, it's not. I, I'm. I'm. And the, the reason why is, is because. They will. They will always address it, but they won't address it to the way you go. All right, I want to resolve right now. Like I want. I want. I want. Why? Why he's there right now?
0: And I'm telling and, you. And
1: you're. You're going to get something, but it's not what you want. It's yeah. going to be like. Now i got more questions. But that's, and, but that's, and then, uh, but, okay, but, Ed,
0: but you, again, I have no problem with that because Lost did six years of that. Yeah. Okay. And I never had a problem with that. And I don't have a problem with them doing that in Doctor Who, but you're not going to have an actor like John Hurt play the Doctor for a season. You're going to get him for one, maybe two episodes at best. You've got to look at the actor, not the character. Well, And and I'm telling you, they're making such a big deal out of this 50th anniversary, they're going to want to use it to suck as many people in as possible, which, granted, would lend to your credence of having more questions, but not without solving the problem at hand. They're going to solve that problem, you're going to find out who John Hurt is and why he's called the Doctor, Mm -hmm. why he's introduced as the Doctor, Mm -hmm. and then it's going to be done and over with. Yeah. And then... At the end of the episode, you're going to go, but well, what does that mean for what just happened? And that's going to be the jumping point off for the rest of the season. Right. As far as John Hurt's character is concerned, he's a winner. I'm guaranteeing you that. A winner to be solved for that f- opening 50th anniversary episode.
1: I, I, I have to disagree. I, you want I, to put some
0: money on it? I'll give you $5 that by the end of that episode, you'll never see John Hurt again.
1: All right.
0: All right, so here's a Geekster exclusive, people. As of June 11th, 2013, there's a $5 bet saying that John Hurt's character as the Doctor will be, you will know who he is and what he did, what he did in that first episode.
1: Okay.
0: There you go. So now, for those people who don't watch Doctor Who, you now either have an incentive to go watch Doctor Who to see who's right. <laughs> For those people who are fans of Doctor Who have their own theories, I want to hear them. Yeah, let us know because I'm I admit my knowledge of Doctor Who is only from Eccleston to Smith. Mm -hmm. I know you were kind of the Tom Baker guy before him and a little after. Tom
1: Baker, Tom Baker, Sylvester McCoy.
0: To me, they were piece of shit, low budget shows that I could never get into because it was like after watching it was because usually it was run on around it was Star Trek Mm -hmm. and then oh go to PBS. Again, when back when there was only four channels, it was it was the smart channel. Where nothing good was on that. And every time I turned on Doctor Who, it was, I just saw the wall shake because someone ran into it. <laughs> that is a cardboard cutout robot. You're shitting me. <laughs> and now you want me to think because he's not shooting shit up? I'm out.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> it wasn't until David, I saw watching the David Tennant stuff. Yeah. There was, when they were starting, I never was a Doctor Who fan, but when they were starting with the Matt Smith stuff three years ago, uh-huh. I figured, you know what? Here's a maybe where I can give it another shot. Because they're finishing up with Tennant, who I don't have to worry about anymore, and I'm getting a new doctor. So it's a good starting-off point for anybody who wants to try to watch Doctor Who. Always get it when one doctor's dying and the next doctor's starting. But because of the stuff that was going on, I go, you know what? This show's not bad. Now let me go back and look at the David Tennant stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is the reason why I got that box set the day of a 10 Years Because yeah. it gave this whole run. But since that started off as series number two, mm-hmm. I was like, well, shit, I had to go back to series number one, which was just, luckily, just the Eccleston era. Just the 13 episodes with him, and it was done. Right. So I was like, all right, I can suffer through this guy, because I don't know him, and I know him just as bad guys from movies. Right. All right, so fine. Blonde's hot. I'm in. You know, some action, some good comedy, you know, it was really, an, I'm older now, so I can appreciate a good thinking show. Mm-hmm. So, was so then when I started watching the David Tennant years, I really fell in love with the show because I like David Tennant. Mm-hmm. But I was able to appreciate Matt Smith's take on the Doctor because of going through the Tennant. Like, everyone has their own Doctor. Mm-hmm. For me, I guess my Doctor would be David Tennant. Okay. You know, because he's the guy that brought me in as a fan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where you might have been the Tom Baker Doctor.
1: Oh, yeah, Tom Baker's my Doctor.
0: Right, he's so... He's, uh... I mean, so we do have a generation, a couple generations but there. But
1: the thing is, is that I appreciate every Doctor because... They're always a different type of flair for each one. And 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 each one has its own different style that they bring to it. And that's
0: what makes the show smart and fresh and and always kind of, I'm not going to say up to date, but always kind of keeps you interested because you do want to see what, you know, like Matt Smith's doctor is definitely different than David Tennant's doctor. Mm -hmm. I I don't not appreciate Matt Smith because I like him. I think he's a great doctor. But I am partial to David Tennant because I, I like there was something about him that drew me in more. Yeah. He wasn't. He was quirky, but he wasn't quirky. I think what I liked about him was that when he got pissed off, he got a little crazy, and I liked that about yeah. him. He kind of like he for the moment he when he got mad, he kind of forgot that he was. He kind of forgets that he's the doctor and decides to go. Do you know who you're fucking with? I am the doctor. <laughs> well, there's moments like that with Smith, Matt Smith, yeah. But un, unless you know that kind of that there's that switch from David Tennant. I don't think it works that well with Matt Smith.
1: No, Matt Smith reminded me more of there. You could still like the doctor was always in control throughout, right. throughout the show. And Matt Smith was he jumped into a situation and he didn't know everything he, going on, so he was like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute, I gotta you know now think of right. another way to get this done." He flies by the seat of his pants. pants right? He's the
0: fly. He's the fly by your seat of your pants doctor. To me, David Tennant was the um, I know what I'm doing but don't piss me off doctor right yeah and that's why and Eccleston kind of seemed to be like the angry doctor yeah like he always seemed to be kind of angry like because he knew so much that he always seemed to be kind of annoyed with everybody who who wasn't up with him like oh I don't know what's going on come on like I'm the doctor just shut up and trust me you know where Tenet was more like look I understand you're an idiot I'm the doctor I got it covered right but then when somebody tries to push at him he wasn't afraid to push back yeah and Matt Smith's more like oh my god you know what we're doing? I really don't know what I'm doing either. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, for those people who don't watch Doctor Who, now you have a reason to watch it to see who wins this five bucks. Yes. For the people who are Doctor Who fans, who are interested in this conversation, who's probably yelling at either me or yelling at Ed at this point. Right. You know, right now a line has been drawn. Yes. If you tend to agree with what I'm saying and say Ed's wrong feel free to post it on our Facebook page. Yes. Because I would love to hear it. Yes. If you think Ed is right and I'm completely talking at my ass because you've seen Doctor Who for fifty years, you're sixty years old and you've now going, you know those geeks who's got that shirt has got it all wrong. You know, I, tell me I'm going I'm gonna i a I'm an idiot. I don't mind because again my theory is he's he's the guy he was before he became the doctor. You think that he is a, a future doctor.
1: doctor. Yeah.
0: And you're you compound that by why? You need no, a I, fact of why.
1: Just, just the, just the long knowledge of, of Doctor Who, you know. Okay. I mean, and then I never want to see Doctor Who after uh, Colin Baker or after Sylvester McCoy. Like I was done with him. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to see Doctor Who for the rest of my life. And then Eccleson came on board, and I'm like, nope, not watching it, not going to do okay, it. Okay, but Lieutenant came on. Friends of mine were like, "Oh, Doctor Who! It's a really good show." I'm like, nope, not gonna watch it. And then my wife sat down and watched it, and I and I was forced to watch it. And then now I got sucked in again, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm back to okay, back so being you know." So every time Doctor Who's on, I'm watching whether it's actually. Yeah, but
0: again, we got all that. But I'm saying yeah. you're trying to just for people keeping track at home. Why do you believe that he is a doctor that you have not seen yet?
1: Because because they never they never look back they always look forward okay it's as simple as that
0: and to recompound my fact is because she is in the timeline she knows that Matt Smith is the 11th Doctor so that means she's aware of Doctor 12 and that this that John Hurt is who he is and he becomes the Doctor at the end in his regeneration form which starts off the first Doctor of the TV show back in 50 years ago that's my theory
1: All uh, right. I think you're wrong.
0: Well, we got five bucks riding on it, buddy. There you go. That's two big matches. Two, two double cheeseburgers. <laughs> That's lunch. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sean of Geeksters here. Just want to let you know that we were running a little bit long on our episode, so we decided to break it up into two episodes one, our normal Geekster show, and then two, an E3 exclusive, because we realized that we're getting into like a really long conversation about this E3 stuff. So if you notice a jump in the continuity of, like, maybe I'm cut off a mid-laugh or something like that, that's Ed going, I'm going to trim this down. Yeah. So yeah. tune in. We're definitely doing, after this show, we're going to have an E3-exclusive show. Yes. So for those people who are really interested in what we're talking about, listen to that one as well. But until then, I hope you enjoyed this show, and we'll see you the
1: next one. Right. Now, if you want to contact Sean on anything that we just talked about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: Or... As always, you can, if you want to bitch at Ed saying how wrong he was at the Doctor Who stuff, you can contact him at ed@wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us.
0: If you understand the subtle nuances of a sonic screwdriver, you might be a geekster.